Episode 40, Paradise Mojo, First Anniversary Cocktail Sour Spectacular. My name's TJ Davis, alongside Emily Schick, and our special guest, Liam Anderson, joining for us for this uh, Paradise Mojo um, Cocktail Sour Anniversary Spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you doing that. I expect the commitment to that for the full two hours. <laughs> Uh, how are you guys today? Doing pretty well, uh, all things considered. I was telling you off air, I just had a job interview, and I have my follow-up tomorrow nice. at 10 a.m. Ow. Yeah, yeah I'm, hey, I'm, I'm amazed. I had the, the first interview was at 2 p.m., so less than 24 hours later. The one thing that worries me is the VP of the department is going to be on, so I just can't fuck up that bad. But I got this. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely better than getting a rejection letter while you're still in the interview. Hey, you smell, and we're not hiring you, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> like we don't think you're a good fit, and it's like that's corporate world for we hate you. Yeah, eat shit and die. <laughs> eat shit and die <laughs> kindly. Uh, all right, let's guards. <laughs> let's kick right into this. Our first of four Paradise Mojos is their Hurricane Cocktail Sour Spectacular. Thank you. All right, three, two, one. Crap. Shit. <laughs> ah. Oh no. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Everything's fine. <laughs> so Hurricane. Uh, Oh, I don't have a hurricane glass. I wish I, you know, I do downstairs, but I'm not getting it from on top of the cabinet. That's fair. I, that feels I, like way too much effort. I am a big, it's funny because I'm, I'm, I'm not really like, I'm, I consider myself now more of a rum guy than I was, but I love rum cocktails. Uh, I love the just like, you know. Ref- like no these exist to get you like shithoused <laughs> and we're and we're unapologetic about it i think if that's one of the reasons why i enjoyed rum drinks more when i was younger but like even as i've grown older i just don't care for sweet as much as i used to and like rum drinks are, are as a rule <laughs> punishingly so i would say yeah yeah, I think that's why my my cocktails of choice tend to be like gin or whiskey. Gin or whiskey. Like if I'm in the mood for a sweet drink, it's usually a black Russian that I go for. Yeah, that's fair. Or like a mudslide. Yeah. I've I've come to like boozy milkshakes. Um I would say actually I drink less or fewer cocktails now than i used to when i was younger uh i find myself basically just drinking whiskey neat because i'm a yeah. man in my 50s <laughs> i mean if that makes you a man in your 50s i also am a man in my 50s i mean you've actually witnessed me drinking scotch because like if you're not, if you're drinking good scotch and you're putting ice in it then you should just be taken out back and shot yeah i'm i'm not opposed to putting water in scotch especially like I I just polished off a bottle of uh, Lafroy Cargis, which nice. came in at like a hundred and nineteen proof. Yeah, and like at some point you're gonna add water just because. Like, and I I don't actually as a rule, but I know there are people who do, and it's not a it's not a thing I I disrespect because I think that 
water in in certain whiskeys does open it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, in basically everything, yeah. the The ideal is like a couple of drops. So oh, sure, yeah. What I usually tell people is like if you're if you just bought a new scotch or something, like try it before you put a couple of drops in, and then try it after. Yes. So you can see the difference. So, Absolutely. as far as you know, the thing we're drinking. Um, I really hope that the crap in the bottom was supposed to be mixed in. Oh, it, it definitely it, did. It definitely is. Okay. Like you should have like poured out like two thirds and then give it a swig. So now we know yeah, that going forward with did. the rest of them. Yeah, but yeah, but, this uh, is definitely one to have the shit in the bottom in it. This is fucking this is delicious. Solid. Yeah, I will say this does not taste very much like a hurricane. It's uh, been a long time since I've had a hurricane. I I'm listen. I like grenadine. Yes, uh, I actually brought up the the ingredients. Two ounces light rum, two ounces dark rum, lime juice, orange juice, passion fruit puree, half an ounce of simple, a teaspoon of grenadine, 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 and a half wheel of orange and a preserved cherry. I mean, I can, you're right, I don't think that this tastes exactly like a hurricane, but... But like, it is delicious. It, yeah, it's delicious. But... It tastes like, what if we made a hurricane with ingredients that don't suck? Yeah, like I, I wish I got a little more of the passion fruit from it. Then, like I think that oh, a, I'm getting a passion decent, fruit from. Well, I think that like fruit. a little bit of like the tart in there is that passion fruit. Sure, but no, this is like super solid, easy drinking. I was expecting this to be like you know a two hour episode, but if all these things are as easy drinking, I mean, I could, I could, I could, I could go suck fast. this down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking that this is one of the easiest drinking beers that's not like a 4% lager I've ever had. Yeah. What is the percentage on these? That's a good question, because let's see how, how bad Emily is going to get by the end of this episode. Let's see here. It is not printed on the can, so let me check out their untapped. Untapped claims 6%. Oh, okay. okay. So that's, I, that's reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. Like, not super boozy, but definitely not the sort of thing you just want to, like, chug all day. Right. Yeah. But I would say a four-pack of this by the pool in the summer. Oh, yeah. That sounds Ooh. awesome. Ooh. Oh, yeah. This is... I know we're recording this in mid-February, but I can't help but think, like, you gave me a four-pack of this and I'd be a happy man. Uh, oh, hell yeah. I often have the mental image of uh, sitting on a porch in a rocking chair in the summer. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Like yeah, this would be this would be really refreshing. Oh yeah, refreshing is the word, it, and it truly is. And I I'm loathes I loathe when people say oh yeah a beer is refreshing. By and large, I just am annoyed by it. But this is truly refreshing. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I, I've had some pretty goddamn refreshing like shandies. Oh sure, okay. No, I see your point. Just not. I just always get annoyed by it. I'm like, like no, ca- calling like play. Bud Light refreshing is. Oh yeah, you know, well the beers that yeah. advertise because like Shandies. Well, I think they don't by and large advertise Shandies, but yeah, I would say that like yeah, absolutely. Like when it's Bud Light, it's like Bud Light's not fucking refreshing. Bud Light is Bud Light. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Cool, like, crisp and clean. Oh, uh, what my, was that? Seven Up back in the day. I think so. Do you remember that? Was it the Miller ads that were or cores that was like lagered cold? And it's like I would hope so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, like, I think it you was know that's the how lagers are because, made because uh, Silver Bullet, cold brewed and cold shipped. 
Delib- yeah. be delivered cold to you. Bleh. Because it's Miller time. <laughs> I I will say, I know this, these are not the beers we're discussing. Uh, all right. Gun to your head. Miller Lite, Coors Light, Bud Light, go. Miller Lite. Yep. That is the yeah. only correct answer. Yeah. But of the full, okay, so gun to your head, full flavor. But Miller... heavy. Oh, really? No. Yep. Coors yep. Banquet. Coors oh, Banquet. Oh, I forgot I could have Coors Banquet. Yep. No, Coors Banquet is like, actually, this kind of tastes like beer. And if we're going, if we're going light, <laughs> then I'm going Miller High Life. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. W- like the Coors Light sucks ass. Co- like, it's, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's Miller all the way. <laughs> Oh man! The thing I don't understand is Bud Light's marketing, where like all of the like spinoff beers, so like they they don't do it anymore. But the Limeritas were initially sold under the Bud Light brand, and now they're just sold under the like Rita brand. But like there's Bud Light Platinum, which is a six percent beer, but it's not a light beer. Yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to be their like attempt at craft. Yeah, I just, I, I, why use the Bud Light? And then they'll use the Budweiser branding for other, like, special runs, like the pre-prohibition lager they did. I'm just like, where is the consistency? What consistency? It's because, like, they're losing market share and they're trying to figure out how to desperately get back, you know, the 3% that they lost. I was going to say, they, it's not like they don't have, you know, those major brands don't have still have an overwhelming market right. share. like come on you don't well I, I remember being a kid having you know super bowl coming up like the sunday previous to when you're gonna hear this our 19 listeners because i checked out our metrics today yay um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we, um, we goddamn we will be doing it well there's your problem New England beer reviews crossover. Rad, we're yes. so down for it. Um, you absolutely. know what? Actually, it might be you, you, TJ. You also drink whiskey, right? I know yeah. Emily, you do, but we could do. I, I, I have had this idea for an episode for a while. We can talk about it more off air, but craft distilling and mm-hmm. like distilling as a whole. Yeah, I'm. And this is going to sound. I don't know what your thoughts are on it, but I, I'm sort of the opinion that like a lot of craft distilled spirits don't hold up as well as like craft beer does to major label stuff. It depends on what spirit you're talking yes, about. Yes, it does. Um, like, and it also depends on where you are. Like, that's the thing is we're fairly lucky in the sense that like, I think we have some really, really good distilleries around we here. We have some like, really good distilleries around here. Um, I mean, and not just singular type. I mean, people think of Boston and alcohol. They're like, oh, Mr. Bostoner. Poland Springs vodka, and it's like, no, those are like the shittiest shitty shit shit shit. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, Deacon Giles gin. I mean, fuck yeah. everything at Deacon Giles makes. Everything so, at Deacon uh, Giles. Hell, um, even like Bully Boy. Like they're a little more known nationally, but like their stuff is still decent. Um, what, what's that one that's around the corner from Night Shift? Oh, I'm trying to think, and I can't remember. I can see their fucking label in my mind too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I know how I can figure this but out. But yeah, their stuff is really good. I don't know. I feel like New England area does have particularly really good gin. Mm. 
which is funny because yeah. historically New England made rum. And then I, I've had New England distilled rum, and it's like nothing to complain about. And I think rum is one of the spirits for like. I, I I think it's sort of like when I when I see craft distilled whiskey, I sort of roll my eyes because at least for bourbon, the rules are so stringent. Yeah. So it's like okay, yeah, like I'm sure your product is good, but the big boys have had 200 years to figure this out. And I mean, I guess it depends on like how you define it, because like a lot of with with oh, by the way, that it was short path that we were trying to think of, and they do uh, make short a good path, rum. Yes, their rum um, is very tasty. But. I mean, as far as whiskeys go, a lot of that, I mean, I would call a lot of that kind of craft distilled anyway, since like you have the, you know, like for instance, you know, it's like in Scotland, it's like, I don't know, there's like a million fucking distilleries everywhere. Right. Like, so it's like, meh, you know, they're, they're, it's not like they're making a shitload of stuff. It's a good point. So. I mean, someone like Beam or... Jack yeah. Daniels, I suppose, is not craft, but like you can get to, you know, I uh, forget where I was going with this, but just I think a lot of it is is the assumption that like, oh, if it's craft, it's automatically better. Yeah, yeah. that's it's like it's not always the case. That's no. not, yeah, absolutely not. And I, I mean, actually, I, mean, I would argue the same goes for beer. Like, not every craft brewery uh, makes no. good good shit. Uh, that's... What was the place that you and I got like a couple of cans from recently, Emily, that was like, wow, this is not good. This is incredibly vinegary. Oh, um, Uzelfinch? Oh, yeah. I've had their, yeah. That, like, it, that's yeah. the only way we could really find, describe what we dislike so much about it, because like smelling and tasting it, it was just no, there is, there is something like inherently Off. wrong in this yeah. yeah yeah and i feel like it's funny because oozle finch oozle finch is in a lot of the like the craft beer bars around philly and i'm just like shit's not good sorry yeah it's not but i think there's th that's the thing that that really does bother me about somebody who obviously consumes and is passionate about beer is that like a lot a lot of craft breweries are fine but I mean that they're they're fine. They're just yeah. fine though. And like there's a subject, well it's it's craft and like we've seen that in the same way the word artisan is misused. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean the other thing that's interesting about like craft beer is that I find that you know stuff that I used to get excited about when I was younger and I was still kind of exploring, you know, the whole category of things and it was still evolving like so, you know, stuff that I was excited about back then, I'm, like, bored with or kind of meh about now. Like, sure. I don't know, like, I'll throw Rogue out there as an example. Like, oh, you know, yeah, like, most like, definitely. Like, like, 15 years ago, Rogue was, like, you know, innovative and, like, you know, super cool. And now it's, like, okay, so you guys still make more or less the same shit. And, like, the more interesting shit you do make is kind of meh like compared to other people and it's like i know you don't want to change what you're doing that has worked for you which makes perfect sense from a business standpoint but right, like, of course there are you know i would argue you know sort of decent sized slash you know famous breweries that do a much better job innovating even if it's within particular styles like i mean it's like i know everybody's like oh everybody has a new england style ipa and it's like yeah but a lot of them are really good and 
you know, look at a place like Trillium, for instance. Like subtle you know. differences. Like yeah. honestly, I I I get what you're saying, Liam, about you know how there are so many, and a lot of them do good stuff, but like there are a few greats. But I feel like, especially here in Massachusetts right now, we have at least like three greats, and if you include all of New England, there are a lot, quite a few. A lot, like, yeah really spectacular and all time and like all timers like you have the alchemist in vermont and yeah yeah Al- and, and then even uh, like even like uh new kids on the block like fucking odd by nature who like they, they've been a brewery for like five months and they've brewed 56 beers and like fucking everything i've had from them has been fantastic so far and i've had more and i still agree with that statement so yeah um and and they're having an incredibly rad sounding beer fest, which I already, you know, mentioned to Roz on our last recording, you know, so maybe you could prod him if you have any interest. It's like, yeah, you guys should totally drive up to Maine and we're going to learn Maine. Uh, uh, Gunquit. It's Cape Netic. So oh. it's okay. Cape Netic is kind of, it, it's part of York. I think. Technically. No, I know what Cape Netic is. Don't okay. Worry. Yeah. I'm, I'm familiar with, with Maine. Have you been to Flo's Hot Dogs then? If you're yes. familiar with Hell yeah. Yes, yes, Good for you. That is the right oh, answer. I fucking love that place. I still have not had a Flo's Hot Dog. Terrible. Don't worry, we will we will fix that for you. But But yeah, yeah they're no, doing a beer fest and like fucking Jay Wakefield and a bunch of other rad ass oh, wow. places are gonna be yeah. at it. So that's like May. So check, 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 check it out. Tickets uh, go on sale tomorrow. I'm totally buying them tomorrow. I will. The only conflict I possibly have is that I'm going on vacation in mid-May to uh, Hawaii. Nice. Hell yes. yeah. Uh, so if it doesn't conflict with that, I should be able to. Rad. But yeah, I I, I think part of it is just like a cynicism over like breweries. Where, where it sort of got into the like anyone who homebrews can basically plunk down the fifty thousand uh, dollars and and open a brewery mm-hmm. uh, in Philly you know we we have some some mid-sized ones like we have yards but we also have some really good tiny guys fermentary form we have uh, the city's first black owned brewery now which is super cool nice um, uh, do you know the name of said brewery uh, I want to say it's two brothers but hang on. I mean that I would be really funny. Two two yeah. brothers. It's it, it's just called two brothers. <laughs> do, do, do. Two locals. There okay. we go. Okay. Two locals. Yeah, they have a they have a brown ale called Nubian brown ale that's fu- you could drink it for the rest of your life and be perfectly content doing the same. Nice. Nice. Yeah. And they brew for some reason this city loves Whitbeers. Uh I- it's a, not a bad style. No, I'm not saying it's a bad style. I just I'm always kind of fascinated because I feel like Philly breweries, whatever, like their equivalent of like a decent IPA is for whatever reason a good wit beer. <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> for reasons I don't understand. Yeah, I don't really get that either. But more power to them. Right. I I will say I. Uh, where I was going with it. I'm sorry, my memory's all over the, the place today. Oh, I thought you'd appreciate this. My girlfriend's sister uh, is going to a Super Bowl party where they like 
want everyone to bring a different style of beer. Mm-hmm. But these are like college kids. Oh god. And and it's clearly like the we read the wiki article on on uh which beers are which. And uh and and like they wanted people to like someone had to sign up to bring like a Belgian quad. I'm just like, oh those kids oh. are gonna die. Yeah. My God, man! I, I, I don't know. I fell out of favor with a lot of Belgian styles at, at some point. It was just like, oh wait. I mean, like... if they are young, then I mean, they're just gonna get wrecked and not realize what happened. Like, hopefully, yeah. they're smart enough to just get like, you know, maybe two five hundred milliliter bottles and like share that amongst all of them, and hopefully, it's a big group, and it's just yeah. like everybody gets a taste instead of yeah, everybody gets to drink one of these. Because you're gonna have a bad time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like somebody bring a triple IPA and somebody bring a quad and somebody bring a barley wine and then all of somebody the kids bring are a on Baltic the floor. Porter. Yeah, oh, no, I, I was a Russian Imperial Stout. There we yeah. go. They're the same. I I know they're quote not the same thing. They're the same thing. They're incredibly similar. They're incredibly want, similar. The coup has been launched. I have seized the radio stations. I'm TJ now. <laughs> you tried this last time and it didn't and stick. It worked beautifully. <laughs> How would you know? You're in the you're in the hole. Oh God, I'm Liam. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, you record tomorrow, so good luck, buddy. <laughs> but I'm not prepared, awesome. and I'm naked. <laughs> Yeah. Except for light speed yeah. briefs. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hello. Welcome to how we record. Well, there's your problem. Have you washed your balls enough, Liam? <laughs> we got like five soaps and some ball cream out of that comment. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. I actually half thought about sending you like soap in the box that I sent, and I was like, nah. I like it, it felt a little too heavy handed. No, people, people, people just. The things people fucking send us, and, like, I'm very touched because, you know, for a lot of it, it's international mail, which, like, if you're spending, like, $50 to mail us something, even as a joke, like, that's pretty funny. Uh, That said, I just, I like, the shit people do send, like, someone uh, sent us a very high-quality copy print of Donald Trump meeting the Queen. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking awesome. And, like had clearly spent a good amount of money to get it to us and i was like yeah that's that's at least worth a laugh like but someone like hand painted like a model railroad car like that that's fucking sick yeah that is awesome yeah Roz was telling us it's the uh heavy boxes that are always the ones that you guys seem to enjoy the most yeah we we do love our heavy boxes we're very simple men (laughs) yeah I mean, I, I send you plenty of heavy boxes, so... You have. I'm just like, yep, going home with my snow globes. Yep. No one looked too big, quickly. Big box oh, I completely. <laughs> I was gonna say, I completely forgot to write snow globes on the last box, and I was so disappointed in myself. <laughs> so... How will anyone know what's in there? So, Liam, I hope that you're ready for the next one. Uh, audience... Oh, shit, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Audience, hold up, hold I just want to give you, like, a pro tip real fast before we end up cracking it. If you end up having a beer that you know has like a lot of stuff that's supposed to be mixed in with the beer, what you want to do is turn the can upside down and slowly roll it between your hands for like, you know, 15 seconds and then like, you know, turn it back up. You don't want to do it too, too fast because you're going to create issues with carbonation. Yeah, you're not looking to shake it. You're just looking to disperse what's already inside into the rest of the beer. 
So, pro tip. Um, are we ready to crack the second beer of our Paradise Mojo first anniversary cocktail sour spectacular? Thank you, TJ. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Three, two, one. Crack. I need to start opening these like the other direction because I I will spray myself every fucking time doing this. Well, I usually have my palm partially over uh, the actual opening. Yeah, your palms are bigger than mine, so. Tis true, tis true. I have tiny hands, man. My girlfriend's hands are bigger than mine. Super embarrassing. I mean, TJ doesn't have huge hands. Like... I actually have relatively big hands for a woman, I would say. That's weird, because I call TJ monster hands behind his back. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, I'll take it. (laughs) I'm like, oh, yeah, monster hands. He has a beer podcast. You should go listen to it. I mean, monster hands is, you know, more accurate than monster dong. So, (laughs) See, and I was just going to go dark of like, you know, you choke out a homeless person one time, they call you monster hands. (laughs) I know, it's terrible. Uh, Although, what's not terrible is this sour cocktail beer. Um, So this is the Mai Tai one. Yeah. In the Paradise Mojo series. I'm unfortunately not getting any almond. Really? Because I am getting a tiny touch of it. I am. Like, I'm getting what could be almond, I guess. Well, that's the thing is, I mean, oh, same there it thing is. with the, yes. on the very end, on the very yeah. end. Yeah. See, the thing that I'm liking about these, I mean, same thing with the other one is it's like, yeah, I would say that like not there no single flavor is like overpowering the others. And I'm actually appreciating that about it. Like I don't I don't necessarily need you to hit me in the face with all of it, but like I, I'm okay with like having to sit there and think for a while about like where the fuck each flavor is. Yeah. I mean that's not a bad thing. If it's a cocktail sour, like it shouldn't be as apparent as individual flavors because cocktail like mi- mixing drinks it is about mixing flavors together to create the profile that you want from said drink. And yeah, the more you guys say it, the more I sit on it. I, I do get like a little bit of the orgetta on the background. Yeah. It's nice. Like it's fuck, man. These are dangerously delicious. Indeed. Yeah, I'm a big fan. I, I like the Mai Tai a lot. It's got the sort of like almost nutty taste. That I, like, I'm not a big nut guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's, 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 I have a problem. So what? And uh, I I don't know. I, I All of these have been, all two of these have been delicious. But I do like, the Mai Tai does feel more tropical. Which. Yeah, I would, I mean, I would actually. Uh, yeah, I would concur with that. It for, mostly because the the painkiller felt more um, uh, no, kind of pain, almost pain, mimosa-y. Painkillers up next. Oh, not painkiller. Yeah, hurricane. hurricane. Whatever. Fucking. I'm not a cocktail person. Well, not anymore so much. But except for that that bullshit that I made up, which is delicious Go bullshit. On. Um, usually local gin with um, mm-hmm. Saint Germain. 
uh, rhubarb bitters, lime juice, soda water. Yeah. Mix. I've never named it, but it it's like... It does sound delicious. It is really good. Like the... I, I really like the, the tartness of the rhubarb and the, the lime. Like, yeah. Yeah, it works for me. I like maybe the name Spring Has Sprung. Um... Maybe the only other thing I would do is like a drop of uh, creme de violet at the top. Oh, I love creme de like, violet. <laughs> yeah. Well, it would also give like great image and color to the rest of it. That'd be cool. And it has a good flavor. And I think it would mix well with those other flavors. Isn't it violet? Is it is it V-I-O-L-E-T-T-E? Um, I th- yeah. You're probably right. It's violet. That's violet. how you pronounce that. It's like it's like shot versus shot when you're talking about male cat versus female cat. So the t the adding the t e on the end means that it's hard to yeah yeah. Uh, also, moet. It's not moe. People used to come to the liquor store all the time and say moe, thinking that they knew more. Moet. But it is it is moet because the family is German. Ah yeah. Uh, I mean, I it. usually wouldn't go for that. Uh, most of the time, if I was getting something bubbly, I am the kind of pretentious <laughs> prick. Nice. That was sweet, dude. Uh, I think I'm pregnant. <laughs> where I would get uh, Perrier Jules. Oh, I love Perrier Jules. I, I am a basic bitch, uh, and I really like Vuvuzelic. Uh, <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also like mum a lot. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I that's that's the thing that's going to get me executed when the revolution comes, is that I will never stop loving champagne. I mean, it's delicious. It's just like, I know it's counter-revolutionary. I don't care. Yeah, I mean, fucking whatever, man. We, we can, we'll allow it, I think. Thank like, you. Especially since, you know, nowadays, the I feel like the revolution is, you know, going to be like a bunch of people who, you know, eat like avocado toast and drink craft beer and shit. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I, I all think... we really need to do to start the revolution is just eat one billionaire. We eat one billionaire and the rest fall in line. Yeah. Thanks, anti-work. <laughs> um, so, before we keep going, I, there are two things I wanted to bring up since this is the anniversary episode. Uh, there's one beer outside of this shit that we need to talk about for sure, mm-hmm. and that is Fuck 2021 as well. Yep. Because our very first episode, our title beer was Fuck 2020. And Fuck 2021 as well is uh, same brewery. I fucking forget who it is because I didn't pull it up on my untapped like a, like a smart person would. Yeah, because um, it's not a place that we've had like anything else from. I, is it like, is it Abomination? Am I wrong? Yes, it's Maybe Abomination. Abomination sounds about right. Um, man, I have Out of scroll. North Haven, Connecticut. Okay. Mm. So... This one I actually thought was even better than last year's. Well, you know, whatever. They it's like an end of year fucking beer apparently. But yeah, it's a uh, I thought that fuck 2021 as well was even better than fuck 2020. Oh, absolutely. I very very solid. Agree. Uh just like a great I mean even I though it was high a triple percentage. IPA, wasn't it? 
I think it's just showing double IPA on here, but... Oh, okay. I thought it was a tippa. But, like, it's a 9.7 if it's yeah. not a double. If it's not a triple, like, it should be classified as a triple, but it's listed as a double. But, yeah, it didn't taste like a 9.7. Um, not at all. And, yeah, Smooth like, as hell. the hot profile was even better than the fuck 2020. Agreed. I do remember when, uh, uh, oh, God stone put out i think i told the story before but stone put out one of their tangerine drink buys and Roz mm. and i didn't realize it was like nine two <laughs> and uh it didn't go great for us the next morning yeah yeah i don't think you've told yeah. that story no <laughs> uh, we were we were on the ground we were like wow nine two that's strong but by that time we'd finished the growler uh <laughs> And then we kept drinking because we're not very bright. Now, because you're champions, that's why. I was in my 20s and I was hungover. That was special. You're still in your 20s. I'm 30, Emily. Oh, wait, you're 30 now? Jesus. Yeah, Roz is in his 20s. Oh, well, congrats on being in your 30s. It's, it actually is, uh, other than, like, you know, the physical aging parts, I actually think your 30s are way fucking better. My 30s were way better than my 20s. Uh, I, I like myself ways. more as a person in my 30s than I did as a person in my 20s. But yeah. goddamn, everything in your body just goes downhill from here. Yeah, especially when you already have, like, physical limitations. <laughs> yes. It does not fucking get better, folks. I broke my hip half my life ago. <laughs> Yes, Ugh. you did. <laughs> I, I'm going to be saying that for the next year. <laughs> and I mean, I in my 30s, I finally got diagnosed with fibromyalgia, even though it was like, hey, doctors, why does everything hurt from like a, ver a fairly early on? And they were like, shut up, you're young. And then it was like, oh, wait, now you're a real adult and you're still saying the same thing. Maybe we should do something about this. <laughs> no, women don't have medical issues, Emily. You know that. Yeah, they sure don't. It, it's um, all in your head. It's just it's hysteria. Head, we just need to masturbate you and then you'll be fine. With that one of those fancy hysteria, masturbating yes. machines? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just like plug this wild, like massive Hook wires. this up to the horse now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that sounds terrifying. Um, on in on so many levels, but yeah. Uh, the other thing I wanted to do was shout out our intro and outro music because oh yeah, absolutely never remember never to remember fucking remember do to. that. Uh, but yeah, El Grande, they are a um, funk ska reggae band. ska reggae band based out of Portland, Portland, Maine. Yep. Uh, they provided our intro and outro. It is a song of theirs called The Contender, which actually ended up having a beer based off of it, which is part of the reason why we ended up getting it from our previous member. Shout out to uh, Chris Campbell, wherever you may lie. Hell yeah. And uh, yeah, check them out. They should be doing some dates in the near future. Uh, but they have one show lined up for sure. I know that I can plug. It is March 10th. They are opening for the Void Union, which includes Dave Hilliard of the Slackers. Um, they're playing someplace in Portland. It is both uh, El Grande and Roots Rhythm and Dub, which is an associated reggae band. Um, and yeah, I wish I could go, but. I'm having surgery that day, so oh, no. I guess I'm not going. 
It's weird that the Mai Tai has the ABV printed on it. Huh. Yeah. Because that's 7%. I mean, then, 7% would make more sense. The Scorpion Bowl doesn't, and the Painkiller doesn't. That's a little worrisome. So out of the four beers from presumably the same series. Also, I don't love... This is a thing that I've, I've wanted to get mad about for a while, and now I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, when beers have allergens or whatever ingredients, you should be forced to print that on the fucking label. Yeah. So my girlfriend is deathly allergic to peanuts, tree nuts, almonds, so on and so forth. And I had to dig to see if the Mai Tai... Uh, beer had almonds in it. Yeah. Does it? It does. It does. It does. Yeah, then that's definitely something they should be printing on the label. Like, that's potentially like, life-threatening. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, that is irresponsible and makes me wonder if it's just part of the state laws in Maine, and if that's the New case. Hampshire. Or in New Hampshire. It's New uh, Hampshire. They yeah. give zero fucks. Yeah, they, Come don't, on. they hate you. And that's why yeah. shit like that should be national That's why they don't mandate. have... He- they don't right. have helmet laws. They don't have seatbelt laws. laws. Yes, they, they, for or the insurance time, laws. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if they still don't have insurance. They laws. They still don't have insurance. Oh, laws. Okay. Yeah, they're like the only state I think that doesn't have insurance. Correct. Laws. They should change their motto from "Live free or die" to "Live free, live and, free die. and die." Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's the thing is it's like I you know I've looked at some property in New Hampshire because it's cheaper in theory, but like you know the long term it's not. <laughs> No, long. I mean, well, it depends. Like, if you can see something pretty from your house, then yeah, you definitely. It's not cheaper long term, but I mean, also like, you know, if you like find yourself suddenly without a job, I mean, good fucking luck to you because their unemployment system sucks ass too. So mm. that um, is the least shocking thing I've ever heard. So it's like, <laughs> no, I'm sticking sticking south of the border for looking at property. It's like, uh, it's like, yeah, no, I'm not fucking with New Hampshire. Oh, I can't blame you. I, I just uh, I remember when I went to New England with Corinne for the first time, uh, pointing out the the liquor stores on the side of the road. Oh yeah, and the, her like not believing me. I was like, no, no, those are run by the state. Number one. Yep. <laughs> the, the only place that you can buy hard liquor in the state it is the, from the state. Yes. Ironically enough. They love libertarianism, except when it affects the tax revenue. Yeah, well, that's the thing is like people are like, oh, yeah, but they don't have sales tax or income tax. And it's like, yeah, have you seen their fucking property taxes? Like if you live in New Hampshire and you rent, you're not getting boned. But if you own, you're getting boned. Like especially again, if you can see anything that's pretty, because like that, that like there's a there's essentially a surcharge on your taxes for uh, like there's a view tax. Pretty much every town. That's wild. (laughs) But yeah, and it depends entirely on the town. Like, you know, again, having looked at some of the New Hampshire property, it's like Nashua's taxes are not that much more than what I pay here in Lowell. But uh, the, like, for instance, like, you know. Well, like the support system is so much worse and all that. Yeah, but like, look at Manchester. Uh, Oftentimes their taxes are like four times what I pay. Yeah. All right, I'll be right back. I'm taking my first designated bathroom break. See you in a second. (laughs) All right, have fun. Yeah, uh, I feel like this is going to go faster than two hours because I don't have a terrible amount left of beer number two. Yeah, I'm... uh... 
I'm about halfway through, which is impressive for me, I would say. Mm. Um, so, while he's gone, I'm going to give one of my TJ's super short, spoiler-free movie reviews. And Emily, you get the choice of which you can either have Nightmare Alley or Werewolves Within. Oh, um, since I heard you and Dan talking about Nightmare Alley, go for Werewolves Within. All right. Uh, So Werewolves Within, it's a recent, um, like, horror, almost comedy that is directed by, I don't know who the fuck, but stars like Sam Richardson and Milana Vontraub, who, like, damn, it's hard to not have a crush on Milana Vontraub. Um, Melania Weintraub, I think, is how it is. No, it's L I M I L A N A. Oh, okay. I forget. I thought it was Melania, but I forgot. Yeah. No, we're just uh, always thinking Melania the, because of Trump the AT and T lady. Yeah, the AT and T no. lady. Yeah, she, she's Jewish. Yeah, that's awesome. Surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> no, I meant like by the name that doesn't surprise me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But no, uh, I'm giving one of my uh, super short, spoiler-free movie reviews of well, newish movie reviews. Um, and Emily chose Werewolves Within, which is a recent, you know, horror comedy thing with her. Wow, and that sounds Sam hideous. <laughs> Uh, it's actually a lot of fun to watch. Oddly enough, it might be the best movie based off of a video game, because technically it's based off of the Ubisoft. I saw you never saw Doom starring The Rock. Uh, actually, <laughs> I have, and that is absolutely going to be a fucking future episode of Cedar. Screw it, just so you're aware now. <laughs> Can't wait. Why is it PG-13? God damn it. Because Ugh. they hate us and... Also, I, when by extension, everyone I don't in know. like what was it, two thousand five, when that came out, um, R-rated action wasn't doing well at the box office, so it was easier to bill mm-hmm. out something based on a video game to a uh, like younger audience, and you get in that younger audience by making a PG thirteen. But when you're dealing with a property like Doom, it just feels neutered. Yeah, it's like fucking. I watched um, Let There Be Carnage recently. And, like, the first Venom movie works as a PG-13. It still feels, like, you know, a little on the weak side, but, like, it largely works. Whereas, Mm -hmm. like, Let There Be Carnage does not work as a PG-13 movie. Interesting. But, yeah, Werewolves Within. um, Really good, solid, like, sort of whodunit. Like, they say it's based on a VR video game because, you know, it's based on a VR video game that ripped off a like tabletop game called one night the werewolf because it Mm -hmm. essentially acts in a similar way there are many different people in the town who play very specific roles and it's a whodunit like who's the werewolf and that actually does sound pretty good it's a fun watch um i think it's on showtime right now so if you have access to showtime check it out i have torrents oh yeah um snow globes <laughs> allegedly snow globes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the uh, thank you robert evans for the allegedly just saying any uh, anytime you have say anything questionable allegedly yeah no that's absolutely true 
So I'm noticing that the sediment oh, yeah. in this one like went to the bottom. Yeah. And it's like a different color than the beer, which is kind of weird. It bunched up a lot, which makes me think in this one, you probably weren't supposed to have the sediment. Interesting. It looks that more makes... like um, like splotchy fucking yeastiness. Except for the fact that it's not tasting like it's got yeast chunks in it and it doesn't I don't know. It, it it's no. It still tastes good with the stuff, but it's just not mixing in as well as like the last one did. Or it just means that whatever you know, the sediment has like it is more dense than it was in the other one, and it it has it's having a harder time like staying suspended mm. because science. Yeah, you know more about that than we do. I mean, like I've found that I we've had the end of episodes where I end up getting very sciencey and it's like, um like how do I why is that what my brain does when I'm like There are worse things to have on, your brain do. I mean it's like Tell I'm border, it's like I'm drunk or bordering on drunk and my brain is like, hey, science is a thing. Like that episode that was that we got all those like Facebook hits on that was like and we talk about how to dis- dispose of a body. And it's like, yeah, you know, there's... Yeah, that, that was like, probably our, our biggest episode. <laughs> yeah, which is <laughs> fucking weird. It's like, uh, it wasn't meant to be a how-to. I just sort of, like, I don't even remember how the fuck it came up. But I think I was like, this is why, you know, Breaking Bad, that whole scene in Breaking Bad with, like, the body in the bathtub thing worked the way it did. You never know when you're going to need it, I'll tell you that. Very true. I mean, It's definitely yeah. knowledge that you want to have and hope that you don't need than to need and not have. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, if nothing else, folks, like you should know like it enough to go, what substance am I thinking of using? What does said substance react with? Fucking look it up. It's not that hard. Like, I don't remember off the top of my head what everything, you know, reacts with, but like... You know, it's the same reason why, like, you know, if you're in a lab, like, you have, and you're working with, like, dangerous shit, you have, like, you know, published, like, the SDSs will usually tell you, like, this is the PPE you need because it will pass right through whatever. Because otherwise, you'll melt your skin clean off your body. Uh, Karen Wetterhan, who from uh, Dartmouth, who died from getting two drops of uh, organic mercury on a. like a nitrile or a latex glove and it's like yeah that's because holy shit now... two drops two drops was enough to give her fatal mercury poisoning that's and that's insane. but that's because uh organic mercury goes right through that kind of glove mm-hmm. again holy shit uh-huh. <laughs> no organic mercury is a thing that like you do not you it like if you're working in a chemistry lab and they're like, hey, we want you to work with organic mercury, tell them to fuck off and quit immediately. Seriously. Like, do not do it. It's not worth it. Like, there is nothing that is important enough unless you're trying to figure out how to, like, kill fewer people. Even then, yeah. Mm-hmm. People do have to die. But yeah, and then you're doing it with, like, I think it's, like, multiple layers of gloves. You need particular, very particular, like, uh, materials and stuff because yeah chemicals can fucking diffuse through different materials depending on what it is it's why like again using hydrofluoric acid in a porcelain bathtub is just going to eat the bathtub if you put it in a plastic tub 
nothing's happening to the plastic. Because good to know. chemistry. Good, good to know. <laughs> Terrifying, but good. All right, now it's my turn to go steal a mirror real fast, so I'll be right back. Uh, I guess I'm going to be the last one. Congratulations on all your success. <sighs> I'm pruning my music library because everything I own is now in lossless, but I have oh. like six copies of some stuff. Yeah. Because I, know I need how that six goes. copies of Opeth. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I did the same thing years and years ago because it was like I had all that shit that, you know, I'd either torrented or gotten right. on like fucking. Uh, I mean, Lime again, LimeWire, Lime Napster. I am old enough for Napster. Um, and it was like, yeah, you know, now there's like legit copies of a lot of that shit too. So it's like, especially once I signed up for, you know, Google Play Music, which is now YouTube Music, it's like, yeah, I imported my entire library after, but I had to prune it down first. And right. Now I've just not touched it in years and I just give zero fucks. So I hope to. It's funny because I have two different music libraries. I use two different players so they don't ever touch each other. Uh, but this gotcha. is the all flack library. 22,000 songs for 624 gigs. Damn, dude. Yeah. I'm, I, uh, that's just cheers. the lossless stuff. Cheers, man. That fucking rules. Thank you. Um, but yeah. Um, oh, I don't know. Let's see. What else? Uh, we can hurt TJ's feelings. Hell yeah. I mean, I do that all the time. It's fine. Uh, but yeah. I, uh, I got a, I got my almost 20 year old chest tattoo touched up today. So that's awesome. Um, yeah, that's why like, oh, yeah, it, it looks, looks all nice. Awesome and, too. Yeah. And she added like some extra branches and stuff, but like it's, it's also that fucking rules. Um, yeah. I mean, actually it held up pretty well. I don't think it looks that bad for how old it was, but like it distinctly looks better. Now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's a fun thing about tattoos. It's like, yeah, they, it's like, you know, give it like 20 years or so and you're going to need to touch it up. So, but Hey, I, uh, I'm just waiting for my, uh, my, my Kentucky tattoo to just like morph into Tennessee somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it kind of depends on where it is, because um, it... Oh, so I learned a fun trick from my current tattoo artist today that I have a... So I have a tattoo on my shoulder blade that has continually, like, kind of bled into the tissue around it. The sure. black has, because because there's, like, a my bra strap goes over it. Sure. And it turns out that the way you prevent that is that you fill in, like, the, the spaces around the black with white. Because white doesn't really show up super strongly for a while. And it puts ink in the skin so it keeps the black from pushing out. Interesting. Interesting. I like that. Yeah. No, she's honestly fucking great. Like, their shop is weird as hell. I mean, like, you walk in the door and there's a player piano sitting there. Is this is this in Lowell? Uh, it's actually Bill Rico, but yeah, okay. it's close enough. Good enough. Yeah, there. She's she's honestly great. Like, I uh, yeah, she's the one who did the forearm cover up too, and uh, yeah, she's very talented. That's fucking rad. Yeah, I I keep telling myself I'm gonna get more tattoos, and then I spend all my money on beer and hard drives. <laughs> yeah, I I could I could see that. Um, Jesus, how many fucking hard drives do you have, dude? Uh, sixty terabytes worth. 
God damn. Okay. Yeah, the ser- like so I I have a we have a home server uh that runs Plex on top of it. Uh cuz I got tired of paying for Netflix and Hulu, which is funny cuz my girlfriend's parents pay for like all of them. Like they have every streaming service. So it's not even like a financial thing. It's just like, like at this point I'm just like I like I want physical copies just in case. Mm-hmm. I'm the only one who understands this. No, I I'm no, right I there with. No, I don't. I know like... you guys literally do. But... Yeah, I I don't have physical copies of nearly as much shit as TJ does. But yeah, like I yeah, there's there's something to be said for the fact that like you know when when you own the thing, you own the thing. Like right. and and owning a digital copy doesn't always it doesn't actually guarantee you forever rights to said thing either. So. Right. Yeah. That's why, yeah, everything's on the server. I'm just like, when you invent a better way for me to watch Indiana Jones without having to pay for it, I'll listen. Yeah, fair. I mean, like it, it, like I'm, I'm the dumbest fuck at this point because I have, I either pay for or have access to every streaming service, and I still have cable because I was like, but live sports. That I, I hate to insult you, but that is silly. Yeah, you should insult me. Um, and. I don't know. I like at this point, it just feels like I've just always had it. So I just keep it. And I'm like, I need to fucking fix this. Cause like, I, I barely use my cable. We right. mostly use it for access to other things because I have a bunch of premium yep. channels. Yep, that makes sense. So, all right. It's like, all right, Emily, how, how are you doing with your beer? Because my Java of Java is gone and my beer is gone and I am ready to open up beer number three in this paradise mojo cocktail sour anniversary spectacular i feel like you're just gaining you're just gaining man (laughs) like the more i work it the the better it comes out you know (laughs) it's getting better every time man how about this i finished this last sip i go pee and get beer so i'm multitasking Uh aha good plan good plan but then that means leaving me and liam here to like find something to talk about together oh no how will you ever do that when you're both like (laughs) you know uh like young to normal adult (laughs) white men who are on the nerdy side of the spectrum oh no i have no idea what common ground you'll ever find you know what my least favorite thing in the world is tj what scheduling fucking podcasts I mean, thankfully, I'm only at two right now, so it's easier for me to, like, try and reach out to people. But, yeah, you're on, what, almost five? I'm on five. Yeah. <laughs> or four. I'm on four now. If, if, I, if, I'm, if I'm on uh, see it or screw it, I'm on four. <laughs> okay. And, and, like, you've been a frequent enough guest on this at this point that you're, like, our... our our go-to guest. <laughs> Thank you. I, I can't complain about that. Uh, the free beer, the conversation. Yeah, I have nothing to complain about. Which is funny, because I complain a lot. <laughs> I I can tell you right now, I, I don't know about our fans, but we're always happy to have you. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> All right. Hello, fans. I hate you. <laughs> I have to stay in character. Yay, Liam. Uh, <laughs> Dude, there's a guy right now on... Uh, our, uh, well, there's your problems YouTube channel that's just like 
harassing us in a weird way. Like he's mad that we don't like fly Alice in to record. Uh, and I'm just like, you have never ever listened to this podcast before. Have you like, I'm just like, I don't know how we'd even do that. She doesn't have a visa. Yeah. Uh, it's insane. Plus, like, it's one of the beauties of the digital age that we live in. In that, like, yeah, it's like we don't well, have to be, be in the same room to do this. They, they should be able to like have like a professional setup and do this and that. I'm just like, we actually have to live on our Patreon. Like, this isn't a hobby for us. Like, this is like our our livelihoods. Yeah. We can't really afford that guy. And also, I don't care. Like I'm, I'm, I'm happy. It makes you unhappy at this point. Also, what a weird hill to die on, dude. He's been going for like eight hours. Like it's actually kind of, kind of cool. Like I admire his tenacity, um, because you're just like, guy, seek help. But see, you... go ahead. No, you, you go ahead. I was back to the to the torrenting. Do you use radar? Like, do you use Usenet? No, I haven't okay. torrented allegedly for like. I don't know, seven years at this point. Smart. Time time <laughs> is weird. But like I used to a lot and I kind of miss my digital collections. So I I really am kind of jealous of your fucking sixty-four terabytes. Yeah, it I will say it rules. It it does rule, like unequivocally. Um I, honestly, like that's kind of what I want. I I don't know. I I don't know how much you read. Did you ever read Ready Player One? Or yeah, I read. Yeah, okay. Um, you know, it, it's there are things and ideas in that that I really dig. Whereas, like Wade is not a good protagonist, but he worked right for the time and setting of when the book came out. Yes, I'll I'll buy that. Uh, but like it's also very much Ernest Klein. Oh yeah. man, I read the I read Ready Player Two. It is bad. Like, that does like, not shock me. It, not a little, not at all. It, it was it was really bad. <laughs> um kind of glad I never even bothered. Yeah, but like I like a lot of the ideas inside of it. It's you know fucking it's Willy Wonka meets Snow Crash. <laughs> oh uh okay well, ready. Re- well, Ready Player One is one. Yeah, yeah. Like two is two. two I is just... I got through part of two, and um, I was just like, I don't need to watch this. So the first hundred pages of two are easily the worst. So it, I guess I it, feel a little. Dis- I, I guess it reads like a Stephen King novel that you just have to like dig through that first hundred until the book gets good. That makes sense. But like, it's e- like a even, Star Trek series. Even when the book gets good, it's still not that good. Mm. You know? I feel I I feel that, unfortunately. Uh we're we're, we're rolling our cans we're rolling right cans. now. <laughs> oh hang on, let me roll my can. Yay. So, I can't see Liam right now, but well, we're that's all rolling I don't our cans. Because I'm not recording on my on my uh Surface Go. <laughs> I have the uh, the portable podcast rig. Is a Surface Go and uh, Bluetooth headphones. Gotcha. And people are just like, "Wow, these mics don't sound as good as normal." And I'm like, "Yeah, listen, <laughs> <laughs> I recorded this in a, like a tiny room, with, like the, just the door shut, like nothing special." 
Yeah. I was telling TJ about the guy in our comments on YouTube who's just like lost his shit at us over the last eight hours for not flying Alice in to record the podcast and having like professional editors and a professional staff do everything. It's like, fuck off, dude. Uh, like, it's one of those things. Like, if you really want that to happen, you are welcome to pay for it. Yeah. Give yeah. us your money. Give us your money. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's what like, Patreon sure. is there for. Like, yeah. there was like 5,000 a, a week. And yeah, no, we, we'll we, do whatever we you want. Yeah. Happen. <laughs> it's like that. And it's like how it, like, I'm just thinking about the infeasibility of flying somebody from Glasgow to Philly weekly. Like, well, I'll, so I'll read you the comment because... all right all right no no but before we get into this yes you're let, right let's, yeah, we, need, we need alcohol beer number for three this. because yes we need alcohol for this so beer number three today in our paradise mojo cocktail sour first anniversary spectacular is the painkiller in three two one crack all right this one's foaming mine foamed all over the place Mine has not foamed at don't all, like suckers. That. Oh, don't like that. I'm covered in beer. It tastes like pineapple and mm. coconut. Pineapple and coconut. That's immediately what I got. <laughs> um, oh, I'm, I'm laughing at you being covered with beer. Fuck you, I, bro. I, I have it's seen... It's everywhere, dude. It's in my raccoon wounds. Um, <laughs> oh my god, it's in my raccoon wounds. <laughs> uh, yeah, there was... So, the... When my mother sold the house that I grew up in, I had a bunch of beer that I'd been selling (laughs) sometimes for years. And I had a, uh, I think it was a collaboration, a pair of collaboration sours between Night Shift and fucking someone. And it was like, maybe it was Backlash or somebody. Yes, it was Backlash. It was was, uh, Wild King and Wild Queen. And Wild Queen, um, when, when, like, so my cousin Sarah cracked that. I mean, like we're talking like a like a bomber, and like half the fucking thing just shot like up to the ceiling in her hair, yep. like everywhere. And it was like, uh, we're turning this house over to like other people in like a few weeks, and I'm like, cool. Now I get to clean beer off the mm-hmm. ceiling. Fun stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, that was really fun. But yeah, it like I mean, it was like it, there was a significant amount of it on her. So, yes, yeah, uh, I was there. I saw it. It was funny. Like, I felt bad, but it was still funny. It was still funny. Holy crap. I love this one. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't know. It's very foamy. Okay. Mine didn't foam at all. Mine is horrifically foamy in the can. If I get some sort of exotic po- metal poisoning, uh, Emily, you're going to have to resuscitate me. Well, yeah. these do have I mean, a mercury I'll, uh, liner to I'll, I'll be there in, what, like, nine hours? How the fuck long does it take? Would it take me to drive there, like, nine hours? Uh, if you're a pussy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a pussy, let's put it that way, so... Okay, I can do the the drive from Philly to Boston uh, in, depending on traffic, about five hours. Okay. Um. I mean, are we talking, like... You know, you're keeping it under 90, or are we going no, over 90? No, you are allowed to go as fast as you want. Okay. Um, yeah, because I would say that my average speed is more uh, allegedly in the like, uh, you know, five hours and three minutes, according range. to Google Maps. 
Oh, oh it's not that's, that bad. That's actually not that bad. Oh, wait 4, a second. 495 I, to 90 I've, to I've, I've 84. Done, I've done that yeah. drive before because yeah. I, I drove a friend to uh, Bryn Mawr years ago. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it, it, yeah it's like five, five and a half hours. Mm. Um, I, uh, my favorite is my girlfriend never believes me on that. Like, I used to drive uh, Philly to Boston quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh I got to the point where I was just like, yeah, I'll just like leave at 1 a.m. and I'll be in Boston by morning and like get there at like yeah. 5. And I'm yeah. just like haunting the dunks. Like, <laughs> give you, me you your cigarettes. Open, you guys open yet? I want some fresh donuts. <laughs> Sir. This is a Wendy's. <laughs> oh, shit. My bad. <laughs> Where's my be, fucking coffee, kid? I'll be, I'll be uh, back here I at lunchtime. Fu- I want a fucking coffee flavored Frosty so that I can dip my goddamn hash browns into my coffee flavored Frosty. You know they make Frostachinos, right? Oh, yeah. I know they do. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Just making sure. <laughs> you could take the exotic. This is This is very goofy. The Mass Pike all the way to basically Albany and then just due south on 87. Fuck that. That seems stupid. That yeah, is that stupid. adds an hour and 76 miles to your trip. Yeah, that, yeah, that's way stupider. Trust me. Also, Albany sucks ass. Fuck Albany. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. I, I would argue for saying fuck Albany more than like basically anywhere else in New York. Well, no, no. Um... Niagara and Buffalo are pretty. I feel bad. bad for my for Niagara. Yeah, I mean, you should feel bad for Niagara. I mean, that, they also have. I mean, they don't just have like you know tourism with like no actual jobs besides that, and like com- like horrible economic depression. But they also don't. They also have the Love Canal. Yes. What? Yeah. What the fuck is the Love Canal? Uh, the Love Canal is a uh, it was a chemical dumping ground. Yeah, more or less. So like there was a that sounds awful. I can't remember what chemical company it was, but they had like a, a big ass factory there, and they basically just dumped a bunch of their shit into the like a basically a ditch, and uh, yeah, uh, then they decided to build a like housing project over like fill in said ditch and build a housing project and it turns out that like all the people who live there got like real sick so um yay capitalism that was actually why the um uh national priorities list and became a thing um was because of love canal well goddamn super fun that was the very first super fun site yes yes it was uh, we, uh, that'll be an episode at some point. Yay! Yeah, I you're, you're not. I cheat on you with other disaster stuff. Um, That's okay. All right. Um, um, okay. Sorry. I I I just want to like talk about the beer for a minute. Yeah, we should do that. We um, should do the point of the podcast, DJ. The, the beer is very tasty. You, you definitely get the coconut, the pineapple. I don't oh, yeah, get as much of the net, nutmeg on flavor but I get the nutmeg in scent. But mm. again, like similar to the other ones, this shit is fucking easy drinking. Mm. It's not quite mm. like the juice of other like fruited sours that have been coming out recently, like the smoothie styles. Oh, but yeah. yeah, this shit is I'm, like really fucking easy drinking. I will say I do get the nutmeg along with the coconut. So the nutmeg at the end of the coconut, if that makes sense. Okay. Um, 
it's funny because I'm not I'm, I'm really not a pineapple guy and I'm really not a coconut guy, but this is with the acknowledgement that I don't like those two tastes. This is still delicious. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like that's the thing. It's like there's a use... party in my mouth and everybody's vomiting. <laughs> not with us. There I was. Two thousand and eleven. Yeah, TJ got the quote wrong. Uh, I got again. The it's, quote it, wrong. There's a party in my mouth and everyone's throwing up. It, it, Liam, it, have you heard parasites the, lost? Have you heard the exciting news? Given, the exciting how, news? given how much we talk about Futurama on this show, yes, uh, I have heard the news, yes. but they don't have uh, Dimaggio. 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 Yeah. Wow. I, 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 again, Dan's probably right in the fact that that announcement was a "Come on, Dimaggio, fucking sign!" You. I bitch. think you're right. I think you're right. We'll recast you if we don't. If you don't, and it's like you can't, you can't recast, recast John DiMaggio. No, it has to be John DiMaggio. It has to. Yeah. Like it, it's like if you don't get him, just scrap the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, like in the opening, just have Bender die, die. Right. No. I don't. No. I don't no. want to see no. happen. But I would rather him die in the show than to not have John DiMaggio. That just stretch it out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That role. It, you know. Like, it, it, you know, it's almost as bad as coupling being like, well, we're not going to just recast Jeff, Jeff, but we're going uh, to like stick a different actor in to be like the Jeff uh, character. Uh, Jeff like. Stocks. <laughs> I know. Did you ever watch uh, Coupling? Yes. Yes. It's a solid fucking like romantic sitcom. I liked Coupling. Yeah. Like the first couple of seasons, especially, like, there, there are definitely. Uh, the the giggle loop is definitely something that I you know that just comes to mind oh, every yeah. once in a while. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean the um, oh fucking Captain something. Oh, Captain Subtext. Captain Subtext. Captain Subtext. Ugh, I don't have a subconscious. <laughs> it's like yes, I I absolutely believe that with your character. <laughs> but yeah, that fucking was Tory. that was a funny funny show. Yeah, it well, really was. up until season three. Yeah. Well, season three had moments, but yeah, it, it was oh, not the same Jeffrey. without uh, Richard Coyle. Like, Richard Coyle was uh, an integral part of that show. But, yeah. No, I mean, it's it's also funny to go back and watch Coupling now because you're like, man, this feels fucking ancient. Yes, it does. Because it is at this point. Oh, oh super God. dated. Oh, <laughs> I feel like I haven't consumed any new media in like a million years. The only new oh. media I consume is it's always Sunny and Archer. I mean, I'm with you on both of those. Uh, we've been watching Peacemaker, and that's actually been surprisingly solid. Is like, this a TV show, or what is it? Yeah, it's a TV show. So I don't know if you saw The Suicide Squad, the one that James Gunn did. Yes. Um. So, so yeah. It's Cena a spinoff was... series. Yeah, it's okay. a spin-off series. Uh, so it is still James Gunn at the helm and it's uh John Cena as Peacemaker. And like man, that like it, it's in in my opinion it's the best thing that the the uh DCEU has come out with ever because oh, wow. it's like it's got like it's got the kind of like yeah. you know, humor combined with action that like makes Marvel so successful and made DC fucking fail like horribly right because not everything has to be so goddamn serious all the time yeah and and i think that cena does a an, um, like cena is an underrated comedic actor but he's genuinely opinion. very funny genuinely yeah it's he, also it, it, not like, just that he's funny he can actually also emote 
which like yeah. you Very look well. at him and you see him oh i came from wwe but that makes sense because like you have to act in wwe yeah well mm-hmm. people don't like i love the south park episode about you know wrestling and they just make it this shakespearean drama and it's like well yeah it's wwe i'm not a i'm not a wrestling fan i haven't been since i was like the days of like the hulkster and rowdy roddy piper but like i still have an appreciation for it because it is it's it's high drama with violence right absolutely no but there's actually a decent amount of good new stuff out there and there's like a ton of new shit coming out like soon too but uh uh what else are we watching, TJ? What, what? Oh, we're keeping up with Righteous Gemstones. Oh like, yeah, that's which I've great. heard good things about. Honestly, like every Danny, like okay, so we tried Eastbound and Down. We didn't get that far into it, but like I, I hear uh, that we just need to like get through season one. Yeah, of Eastbound and Down, but like we we got like three episodes in. Just, no, we got more than three episodes oh, in. I think we I don't got give a shit about baseball. Pretty much the end. Like I, I yeah, don't that's shit the about problem. baseball at all. Well, I don't either, and I actually really liked. Uh, oh, what the hell was the one that had uh, the um, Hank Azaria one? Yeah, um, the Hank Azaria Longmire. One. Longmire, yeah, Longmire was really stupidly good, and like you don't need to give a shit about baseball to enjoy that. It has, it really doesn't have a lot to do with baseball. I have not watched that myself, but it's, it's on the actually list. really enjoyable. Like, like Hank Azaria is fucking phenomenal, and his his co stars are too. Um, but. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, Righteous Gemstones is another, like, Danny McBride vehicle that it's like, man, this has no right to be as good as it is. Like, he's actually really good at this shit. Uh, I mean, mean, Vice Principals had no right to be as good as it it is. That show is so fucking solid. And a large part of that is Walton Goggins. I love Walton Goggins. Like, he's the reason I want to watch Justified. Yeah. Justified's a good-ass show. I, I mean, have watched Walton Justified. Goggins there we go. Fucking amazing. We there started Yellowstone. That's my mm. most recent media. I'm trying to think of what the hell else. I mean, Mrs. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel comes back in like a week. A couple weeks, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like that's phenomenal. All right. Um, I need to go steal my second mirror, so I'll be back. But aha, yeah. I have outlasted TJ. Yay! You can beat nerve damage. Oh. No, um, I feel bad. <laughs> eh, I mean it's fine. I, I give him shit about it, even though I shouldn't, because he's my best friend, and that's what we do to each other. I don't know. Sure, I if, I make fun of Roz all the time, yeah, constantly. It, so it's it's like if I can if if I am getting to the point where I'm making fun of you, you know that like I'm comfortable around you. Right, I understand um, that. Like I I don't know why that's part of how i show love but it is I, I i am familiar but yeah there there's actually uh oh what the hell else like uh i think the second half of disco is coming back soon uh picard season two is coming soon um man like there's just a ton of shit coming out uh i i'm not caught up on the second season of euphoria i kind of wanted to rewatch the first season first, i, so I, I refuse to rewatch that. it um, I mostly wanted to rewatch it because I wanted to like remind myself of what the hell happened, and like also I don't know like there there's a lot of like wardrobey like makeupy shit that's oh, okay like, yeah no, appealing as a woman too. Um, but 
I thought you. I thought that Euphoria season one was good. I thought the specials were good too. Um, I just haven't done season two at all. Um, at some point, I uh, some I point. watched part of the first season. And I just was like, see, like, I if they had sort of set it in college, I feel like I would like it a lot more. Like, uh, I will say, oh, I did watch uh, Sex Lives of College Girls. Or parts of it, which is genuinely pretty good. Uh, I've never even heard of that. It's on HBO. Yeah, right. Right now, the the TV show that TJ and I are watching through is Fringe. Because I love Fringe. <laughs> yeah, he's he convinced me to watch it, and it's like, damn you, I fucking hate you. I mean, in fairness, he owes me for getting for I got him into I Zombie, like. That's another one of those like procedural monster of the week shows. Yeah. It's like it like the thing I really like about iZombie though, like it, I like Fringe. I've been really enjoying Fringe, but like it's too self-serious. I, it's too self-serious. Where like what I like about iZombie is they never took themselves seriously. Like right. it's a fucking the main character's a zombie and Liv her name Moore. is Liv Moore. <laughs> and then her like extremely white you know, classically like football playing hunky boyfriend is Major Lily White. (laughs) Like his name is Major. Like, yeah, it's just, it's like immediately, you know, that the show doesn't take itself seriously and they have so much fucking fun with the premise. Like the actors must have had a blast working on that show. I mean, especially like the main character of Liv, it's very much like um, Dollhouse if it wasn't kind of psychosexual rapey yeah sure because as much of a feminist as joss whedon likes to pretend like he is Uh, he's not you know what show never got the i thought never got a proper chance that i really did you guys ever see alcatraz Uh that was when fox in the mid 2000s was just like now everything's a sci-fi show ah yeah. Uh, oh, I do remember Alcatraz. Do you remember? Holy do you remember? shit! I forgot yeah, I, about that. I loved Alcatraz. I got one season, and it was shit canned for no good reason. I, I mean, I, it, it was a pretty stupid premise. It was I one of those. I loved it. I loved it. Emily, I do you remember that like ABC show that we watched that had like water creatures and? You know, it had, like, a kid that, like, caught one and was raising it as a pet, but it was, like, multiple different storylines. I want to say, like, maybe Amanda Peet was in it. Fuck, I, uh, um, it sounds vaguely familiar, like but, like, surface? nothing. Oh, God. Surface, but... yeah. Yeah. That that just yeah. came from, like, the way back of the brain. <laughs> But, like, that yeah. was a solid show. Seemed like a solid premise. Also seemed very expensive to film at the time because it had a lot of CGI with, you know, aquatic creature. And then, like, season one fucking ends with, the you know, there's a flood and all the other creatures are coming in and, like, canceled. Yeah. Uh, fucking, I, I haven't gotten Emily to watch this yet. I don't know if you've seen it before, Liam, but Carnival. I love. I will. I will make right, anyone yeah. who's willing to listen to me watch Carnival. Um, I am a I sucker for, for mid two thousand HBO. It is. It uh, is hard to get people, in my opinion. Yep. Well, it's hard to get me to get people to watch it, just because it's so disappointing how it just has that ending after season two, 
and never got a fucking season three, and it's like, fuck you. I want to know what happens to these goddamn characters. Right. No, yeah. well, they... I forget who I... Oh, I was doing the Rome cast, uh, which is yet another podcast I'm on. As a, <laughs> it's a spinoff of Lions Live Like Donkeys, and uh, we watch Rome. And it's... Nice. I And, like, mid-2000s HBO is my favorite thing, because they were just like, here's your pile of cocaine, and your pile of money. And go go make us some goddamn money. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, mean, it's not just like mid two thousands. Even look at like Oz. True also, Blood. one of my favorite shows. I loved Oz. Oh, I forgot about True Blood. Yeah, True Blood like actually was really solid for a while. I did First stick it out to, to the four bitter seasons. end. I stuck it out to the bitter end, and I don't regret it as much as i've regretted sticking it out to the end to, uh, for other things cough cough <laughs> sons of energy can oh, no. yeah the end of sons of An- the last the entire last season but i would argue last two seasons of sons are like oh man very nearly it, unwatchable yeah it's real bad i mean i i used to be a stick it out to the end person and like the only thing that makes me grateful for that is the fact that like i stuck it out to the end of the original run of dexter and Dexter is still the worst ending of anything I have ever seen ever. So like every single time I watch a bad ending, like Sons of Anarchy, True Blood, anything, I'm like, it's better than Dexter. What what did we establish our meter was? Was it like in between Mr. Robot, Mr. Mr. Robot, Robot and Dexter? And Mr. Dexter. Robot. Yep. Mr. Robot is one of the best shows ever made, in my opinion. Like, Sam Esmail is... Like, entire a series, but, like, the ending. gifted writer and director. I knew a guy who worked on Mr. Robot, and I have nice. one of the popcorn tins. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Uh, <laughs> I, uh... Yeah, it's, it's, like, solid plastic. It says Mr. Robot on it. I'm just like, hmm... I was like, I would, yeah. I would collect props if that wouldn't bankrupt me. <laughs> yeah. I know the feeling. As somebody yeah. who has a collection of collections, if I had the money to spend on other items to spend on my collection, I would be broke really fast. Yeah. yeah I just, just I stick to cars and computers, which are already prohibitively expensive, and that way I learn. I mean, I essentially want Guillermo del Toro's house. Just okay. like every time mm, I see, it. like, his... <laughs> uh, Alright, so what I need is either a shrink ray or a matter transporter. Okay, I'll, I'll be with you. Don't worry. Well, you, you've got connections, right? I'm Jewish, man, of course. Exactly. Alright, I mean, so he just knows get the me space the... laser Yeah, people, I was gonna so... say, like, get me the guy who made the space laser. <laughs> guy? That was a committee, sir. <laughs> Yeah, you can't credit that to just one person. Way too many people worked on that. <laughs> Albert Einstein's undead corpse uh, with funding from Soros. Hell yeah. Uh, I headed like, up the committee that oversaw what color to change the <laughs> manual to. We voted to keep it gray. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Um, also, Liam, have you watched The Expanse? Uh, parts of it. I got through the first couple seasons, and then I sort of not lost interest, but sort of stopped watching. Keep going. It's not yeah. that long, and my fucking god, that like seriously, man, that sticks the landing like almost Does as it? well as Mister Robot. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like the problem that I have with the Expanse, like honestly, I would put the Expanse under Mister Robot mostly because I think their season three 
like the last half of season two, most of season three is like the biggest grind to get through for the show. And then like the rest of it is just solid. I can I mean, live with it. I can live with it. Yeah. And uh, it, it and does stick the, it sticks its landing really well. That's well. like I mean that's I feel like been like my criticism with I don't know, is just like it's funny because there's a spectrum between like Netflix killing things too early yep. and then like networks just like refusing to let something die. Mm, yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cough, cough. The Simpsons. Cough, cough. Yeah, end it. Just oh end my it. God. Yeah, just yeah. End it. I stopped watching it years ago. As a lifelong Simpsons fan, it it needs to just end. It needs to be over, and it's fine. Like, I mean, the one show I will say that like, and it's and it is streaky, but like, it's always sunny. At least always manages to get a laugh out of me a couple mm-hmm. times an episode. Yeah, I feel like that's the writing oh, yeah. is still good. Like, and it's only because the characters are are like so hideously unlikable. Yes. Uh huh. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. It's it seems like it's, it's not like we're that not going to make antiheroes out of it. Like, we're just going to make them assholes. Yeah, and and honestly, like as long you know, generally speaking, their their production budget doesn't seem like it's that massive either. Like. You know. Well, I think the most recent season they ended up going to Ireland to film for a No, bit. they didn't. Oh, it wasn't Ireland. Didn't. No, it was it was California. Oh. That was all Cal- that was all California. That's even better. <laughs> no, I don't you remember we when we were oh, watching the yeah. most recent season, I looked that up and yeah, they they were I think they were originally going to film in Ireland and they ended up filming in California because of the COVID restrictions. That and it's sense. like um I mean, that's the thing that's nice about California is that, like, it has a diverse enough environment that, like, you can... You can make it look like Ireland if you really want to. Yeah, you can generally find parts of California that look like fucking most climates, frankly, so... Also, spoiler alert to anyone listening who is invested of not having spoilers for fucking It's Always Sunny, and if you are, then why... But um, I, I do especially love O'Brien being yeah, Cole Meany, uh, yeah. fucking Charlie's dad. O'Brien must suffer, <laughs> though, man. I'm telling you. Also, I mean, nobody talks about this as like a Trek fan, but like fucking, if you if you look at DS9, you go, oh, there's so many O'Brien must suffer episodes. Have you uh. watched Voyager? Harry Kim mm-hmm. must suffer is like also a very much a theme in that show. Oh yeah, it's like Harry, Harry literally fucking dies. Like, and it's like, so this isn't our original Harry. This is an alternate universe Harry. Well, don't worry about that. Yeah, no, let's just let's forget that ever happened. We'll never talk about it again. Same thing with Naomi Wildman. It's like, oh yeah, she died as a baby, but she's still here because we we got the other one from the other mm-hmm. universe before she before everyone else in the other universe died. We're geniuses, damn it. Mm-hmm. I will say, uh, to get to loop back to beer, uh, the reason I'm here, uh, I do I do like the the super uh, and I, and I wasn't a true believer at first, but the sort of heavily fruited sour trend yeah. is something I really yeah. like, and I think they're like I know it's divisive, which is like I I love these fucking beers, man. I do like. Too. I still think we need a new name instead of just fruited sour, since so many of like the smoothie styles oh, don't, yeah. aren't really sour. No. But, yeah. You know, we we just put them underneath this sour umbrella. Yeah, I Absolutely. mean, 
it's not a very descriptive term for them at this point, but yeah, it's a, it, it's kind of fun because it's like, well, I kind of suck at eating fruits and vegetables sometimes, so like I feel like I'm getting a serving of fruit out of this shit. So. <laughs> right, I could drink you this know. for breakfast. I mean, cookies for breakfast. <laughs> It's like, fuck yeah, this is this is a breakfast beer. Wait a second. Absolutely. Your mom lets you eat Reese's for breakfast? <laughs> I, I always wanted to shoot like a uh a knockoff of that with like a boy just absolutely like ripping a bowl of like Reese's minis. <laughs> like the, adult, yeah. the adults standing by him like horrified. As this kid just goes to town on like a box of Reese's, um, Reese's minis in uh, with uh, Dr Pepper as like the liquid in it. Yeah. Thanks for ruining my life, TK. <laughs> I did not need to think about that. Um, no, I, I, I would, I would play no, that no. kid for you. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm gonna give you an alternate here. Uh, it's like cherry Reese's... cordials. What's the problem? I was gonna say no Reese's minis in a bowl. And using eggnog instead of milk. Oh, yeah, I do that. I love eggnog. So do I, man. I I have a dairy farm that's less than fifteen minutes away, and there you go. I like you, I buy so I buy my milk in glass bottles, but they make their own fucking eggnog too. And goddamn, dude! Oh, I'd be unstoppable. Oh, it's 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 uh, it's carnage. Uh, Whereas so I would not do that because my body would hate the shit out of me, or rather, my shit you, would body the out of me. <laughs> you, you've tried their eggnog, though. Oh yeah, no, it, it's tasty, but I and, could not drink. And their ice, oh, I, I their ice cream sandwiches, like, uh, oh, yeah. full glass, or you know, a full bowl. I'd want to try, but goddamn, would my body hate me? Yeah. But yeah, Liam, they they make their own ice cream too, and they they make these like the homemade like chocolate chip cookies with like the vanilla ice cream in the middle, and uh, they sell them in like boxes of five in like a fucking yeah. like it's like a cardboard box, and it's like yeah, this shit is legit. Like it's so good. I grew up about ten minutes from a dairy, uh, and their chocolate milk. Uh, I could just like if you put it in one of those little like water bottles you give hamsters where they just go that would be me yep yeah I, I would be a very I would weigh 900 pounds you'd have to roll me like a 98 <laughs> Ford Explorer do not care violet you're turning yep. violet violet <laughs> I uh I'm not gonna lie there I got I had to go pick up milk on my way home from an inspection in Lemonster the other like yesterday I think and uh I, I was like, fuck it, I'm buying myself a pint of coffee milk. Because is that is coffee milk even a thing like anywhere outside of New England? No, it is exclusively a New England thing. It's so fucking good, though, especially yes, when is. you get it from a dairy farm. Oh, yeah. All right, Emily, drink. Yeah, we're, hurry up. We're, we're, we're 90 minutes in. It's time to get on to beer number four. Yes. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Sip, sip. Sip. Chug, 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 chug. No, shots, no, shots, no. shots, 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 shots. <laughs> we, we've explained this before in the past. We'll explain it again. Emily does not have a physical ability to chug. If Pathetic. she tries to chug, she will vomit. Yeah, I have a really strong gag reflex. Ask me how that works out in other areas of life. <laughs> how does that work out in other, in other areas, areas of life? Of life. <laughs> Oh, oh, salty snail. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Alrighty, guys, are we ready for our fourth, final beer of our Paradise Mojo Cocktail Sour first anniversary spectacular? It just keeps getting better and better. It honestly <laughs> yeah. does. I'm, I'm just like happy. As, I'm three beers in. I'm just like happy as shit to, to hear that be here. Oh yeah. I mean, seriously, like he's really fun to listen to. He's also very handy. Like if you're in, at like a concert or something and you're trying to find somebody. His uh, ability to project is terrifying. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's like, it's... oh, yeah, it's a loud-ass concert, and you can find somebody who's, like, 100 feet away from you because TJ can yell that loud. It's one of those things that I learned from a very young age from my grandmother, and hopefully this is going to be, like, my third podcast if this fucking happens, is, like, living history with my grandmother. Um that sounds but sick as hell. It doesn't it? <laughs> um, but like one must enunciate and project. And if you understand like the mechanics of like from the diaphragm, baby. yeah. Well, like your diaphragm, your lungs, and your vocal cords, because you've got two sets of vocal cords, and if you know how to use them both individually, it's rad as fuck. I hate that I don't have the muscle memory to self-harmonize anymore because that was oh, rad as fuck that's fucking cool uh but i mean it's one of those things if i like work it again i could probably reach there again maybe not too much whiskey and cigarettes uh but yeah hey, whiskey and cigarettes <laughs> i know this game <laughs> it's uh can't remember where the fuck i was going but good times <laughs> let's open the beer so i can pee yes okay. Uh, okay. so yeah our, our fourth and final is the scorpion bowl in three Two, one, crap. Ah, uh, I haven't spilled it all over myself. This time I got it down my cleavage, so I think Good. this one will suffer. I also forgot to roll this one. Oh, so did I. Although, so far pouring, like... That's my favorite pouring one of the bunch. And swirl. Oh, yeah, there's shit at the bottom. Oh, long. yeah. Kind of says like fruit punch in a way I really like. Big big Hawaiian punch guy. Oh, yeah. I, I fucking love fruit punch, man. I was once in, in Boston. I was with uh, my oh, friend. God. Oh, man. This has so much friend. chunk in it. Yeah. I love it. That's a lot of chunk. He's a chunky boy. I. Uh, I was in Boston, and my dad, unbeknownst to us, had pneumonia. And he was like, I'm not feeling well, I'm not feeling well, but was, like, refusing to, like, do anything other than complain, because he's a good New England boy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And As you do. As you do. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, my my ex-girlfriend goes and is like, okay, I'll get you, like, I'll get you a Gatorade. So at a 7-Eleven in Seaport, um... And uh, and she like she's wearing a dress and hops a fence to like <laughs> get him this this Gatorade. And she comes back. And she's like, "Hey, Mr. Anderson, like I got you a Gatorade, like blah blah blah." And he looks at it and goes, "I don't like fruit punch." And I was just like, "You, like you motherfucker, like no, you have to drink it. Like you don't get to be. I don't like fruit punch. Like no." <laughs> 
You're tricking yeah. that bitch. <laughs> yeah, you didn't you didn't ask for a flavor. Everyone knows lemon lime sucks the most. Oh, so lemon lime's like, the worst. Yeah, so like anything but lemon lime and shut the fuck up unless you actually requested something specific. It's like That's right. I mean, honestly, like, if you're gonna buy any one, it's always cool blue raspberry. Well, if they have that. Like yeah. I usually with with things like that, it's easier to just be if they like, don't, then yeah, fruit punch, fine. I was gonna say, find me something in the like uh, cucumber red, lime. blue, or uh, cucumber or lime. Chocolate. What? Yeah, cucumber limes. Eh. What? Um, TJ, yeah. what, dude? Oh, it might be it more exists. of like a West Coast one because no, it exists here. I've no, I know what it is. I that you. Oh boy, I you know what. I've had enough of this podcast. I like the cucumber lime. Yeah, I bet you do, you fucking weirdo. Yeah, I'm a fucking weirdo, man. <laughs> he is a fucking weirdo, dude. Like, like, I've drank like, with you. I know. <laughs> Not there, just drink a... with me. We've gotten drunk together. That's true. We had so much fun. And you know, that was a good I, night. <laughs> I, I, I would have had a lot more fun if I didn't have my, uh, my at the time sober boyfriend who then proceeded to unceremoniously dump me a few months later and it was like you know you could have just let me go out with my with with friends instead of like coming with right but you know whatever hey live and learn man that's what life's about if you stop learning just fucking kill yourself wow yeah i mean he's not wrong but it's a (laughs) (laughs) yeah no i mean like i i you know self develop you know, my my personal development is important to me it's the reason that it's like yeah even when i'm not actively going through shit it's like i want to stay in therapy forever like to yep. me it's like getting oil changes on a car like yep. i it's like nope i just this is this is a thing that i do to you know like even when i'm not actively in crisis just sort of like maintain my sanity and when i do go through crises i find that my uh my coping skills are generally more effective oh absolutely no i mean to a surprising degree no i am i am wholly of the opinion that uh i i restarted therapy a few weeks ago and i i have talked about sort of my reluctance to do uh talk therapy uh but now that i've restarted it i i find myself sort of in a much better I wouldn't say I'm necessarily happier, uh, but I am like, it's sort of like knowing your own mind is very important at at peace. Yes. yes. Or, and, and I, I guess having, uh, effective coping strategies, you know, like I'm not going to lie when I'm in a really bad place mentally, I still fall back on some of my unhealthy coping strategies, but like, but like drinking more is one of those things but it's not like when i was younger where it would be like i'm gonna take a couple of shots before i even go out and it's like no i you gotta pregame man i'm I'm not i'm not gonna do that because i don't need to yeah yeah no exactly like it's like yeah okay so maybe i'm drinking more often but i'm not like generally being like stupid about it like i was when i was younger and you know I, i think that generally speaking it's like it it's a lot easier for me to you know maintain my full-time job and you know like my social life while still 
trying to allow time for like my fucked up brain to try to write itself a little bit. Right. No, absolutely. And I, I think part of it is like, and I try not to like as someone who is mentally ill as I'm, I'm going to go ahead and assume we all are here. No offense. Cheers. No, absolutely. absolutely. Cheers. We can, we can all, we can run down it's, all of our diagnoses. It if is, you want, it is I have not hope. the 1950s it's anymore. Insane. It's not something that we feel like we necessarily no, have to not. hide. I do hate the current trend of like, people pretending that they have mental illnesses to get clout clout yep yeah like that and, that shit pisses me off because well, like of course i would rather not be bipolar like oh, I, yeah. I don't I've, I've i don't need people my life my whole life like I, yeah I, I don't here. i don't need people out there like pretending like they're bipolar or they're dissociative or they have fucking um uh what's what's the fuck shit one tourette's thank you Oh yeah. I mean, like let's put it this way, I I've been mentally ill my entire life in the sense that like I got diagnosed with depression at 10 years old in 1993. Oh wow. That's back when people were Didn't like believe kids could be depressed. Yeah. Exactly. It's like no, your kids they're, fucking they're just depressed. acting up. <laughs> and it's like uh yeah, like I was noticeably bad at that point. Um so depression my. and anxiety pretty much forever, but like got diagnosed with PTSD as an adult and uh panic disorder too so my mother was yeah. uh they gave her amphetamines to treat her depression but this is in like the 60s yeah but it was yeah. just like she, she's just she's just feeling sorry for herself it's like probably not it's probably depression yeah no my my i was going to say my mother got diagnosed with depression in probably the late 70s early 80s herself but uh do you like yeah. thorazine uh yeah my they, <laughs> they put they put her on tricyclic antidepressants and she's yeah, like oh shit. i i don't i don't ever want to try yep. uh antidepressants again and i'm like yeah they're not that they bad put, now <laughs> you know, they're not as bad like i i'm not gonna say that like i love all of you know like ssris definitely have side effects for oh me, yeah but like i would <laughs> I rather deal come. Just once. Oh <laughs> man, that like that it that honestly that is the worst side effect. Like I don't, I don't have that issue to the that extent, but it definitely like everything is kind of dampened at least, and it's oh, just yeah. like, and it's like, but you know what, man, it it sucks way less than being like, oh man, I'm like actively suicidal instead of like, oh. I get occasional passive suicidal ideation and then right. it like passes. Like it's like, no, I, I, I'll give up. I'll give up all kinds of things to not have to deal with like that level of shit right. in my brain. I so. honestly, I'm not sure if I know anybody in our generation. Cause like Liam, you're, you're a millennial with us. I know that we are elder millennials, but like you're a millennial with us. Geriatric millennials. Yeah. <laughs> also, I'm gonna go pee now. Um, but like, I don't. I'm not sure how many people I know that don't have like moments of suicidal ideation. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, like late stage capitalism will do that to you. Yeah, fucking ugh, capitalism. Don't get me wrong. I like stuff. I, I, I again. Sure. I, I've got a collection of collections. I like well, stuff. I like stuff. <laughs> man yeah it's it's hard man you know um absolutely i think everyone i know like 
I don't know anyone who's like not like clinically depressed. Like, yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's fucking insane. Uh, one sec. I'm actually also gonna pee to leave you alone with your thoughts. All right. Um, sorry, bud. Oh, man, what are my thoughts right now? I know I was thinking about something earlier. Right now, I'm just trying to like fill time. Uh, we have been watching Fringe, so that's been rad. Um, I know that after we finish recording this, uh, Emily and I are probably going to watch Disenchantment because brand new Disenchantment. Oh, hey, I'll take this time and give you guys my thoughts on a super short, spoiler free, newish movie review for Guillermo del Toro's uh, Nightmare Alley. It's it's really pretty. It's I don't know. It's set around like Dust Bowl era, but uh, the story is not that good. But I'll try uh, to go extra fast for you. Oh, nice! I was just talking about Nightmare Alley real fast to fill time. Is it good? Should I watch it? It's really pretty. I, I think that like Guillermo del Toro. I really like this. Kate Blanchett. Will I like her in this? You're not supposed to like her character, but she has a fantastic performance. Okay, that's what I wanted to know. But, like, the film itself is gorgeous. Like, it... Guillermo del Toro wants to make movies from a time that no longer exists. Yes. And this is probably one of his better examples of that. Because it very much feels like, you know, the beginning of talkies, the end of the silent film era, just in, like, how everything is shot and framed. Like, and very like the wipes noir, noir. Yeah. Like, um, oh, fuck. That's another Cedar screw. It. I don't know how it Like, how like it Quentin Tara, what Quentin Tara and Tarantino envisions himself as. Oh, God. I mean, yeah. Tarantino, Tarantino believes he's new, he's new on noir. He's not. Like, he absolutely he, does. He really does. Yeah. yeah but he really but, does believe that. I, I know he believes it, but he's not. Um, well, he is a, like, he is a fantastic visual director in many ways. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I have major issues with Hateful Eight, but, like, how it's shot and, like, again, his framing, his landscapes, his establishing shots, how the camera moves throughout the movie is amazing. But at the same time, it's also... I think, in my opinion, the most obvious example of how much he hates women. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. no, he does. Because he fucking does. Uh, he hates women. Oh, he definitely he, does. He loves their feet, but he yeah. hates the rest of them. Yeah. Like, Tarantino is a director who I think that, like, All very right, quickly gained... I'm sorry, I've got I've to gotta go steal Mirror 3. Which means I'm winning. <laughs> Hashtag winning. Um, yeah, I think that Tarantino like peaked around the like kind of pulp fictiony time. Like, I think that he gained enough confidence to be an excellent director compared to like a good director very quickly, and then quickly once he found success, got way too fucking full of himself. Yes, it's like I'll buy that. Like, I, I would say that, like, I don't know. Kill Bill is probably the end of, like, where he was, like, really, really good. Like, right. I still think that, that Pulp Fiction is kind of a peak. And, like, that's 
what like his third movie yeah like that's I really, not a great I do time really movie. like inglorious bastards i mean i i there are things about inglorious bastards i like but like it, the problem i have with it is that like there are parts of it that seem kind of superfluous and oh, i yeah. don't i don't think he does a good job of convincing you why they're there either like I'll, i think that, also buy that I think that like that's the point where you really start to see like that he's like, this is what I see. You will fucking like it because you I am will right. See it. Yes. Yeah. Like, or, or it, you it, just don't get it. Like, yeah. I'll, yeah. No, like, I absolutely agree with that. Like, I, I, I would argue my favorite Tarantino movies are probably Pulp Fiction is still one of my favorite movies of all time. I just really love like that sort of that you know multi-story thing and i think that it's you know visually very appealing i think the writing's good like i i really like everything about pulp fiction for the most part other than i really cared for pulp fiction honestly uh, uh, i mean you, you, i'm the asshole where my favorite tarantino is the is one that proof yeah it, it's the one that tarantino's like oh i fucking hate this movie and mm-hmm. yeah it, it's fucking death proof i love oh, yeah. shit. i love death, death proof. proof yeah i love death proof and i, I like I think that I I don't know I there's a lot I really like about Pulp Fiction. It did some really interesting stuff that other things hadn't done really before that, uh, and that like you know nonlinear multi-story. Oh, I uh, love that formatting. Formatting like actually we were talking about that doing that as a theater screwed episode is like somehow comparing like Pulp Fiction and Go. Do you remember cool. the movie yes, Go? Yes. Yeah. It's like, that's how I was like, I first became aware of like Tim Oliphant. Also, Go is the reason that like when I was in high school, I tried to put Christmas lights in my fucking station wagon. <laughs> was that, because that, that does was, rule. It does rule, but it turns out like, so my problem was I was too afraid to like take a staple gun. In, uh, like, you can't be afraid of the staple gun, Emily. Yeah, that was my problem. Is, staple like, gun I try. Yeah, I I found battery operated. I found battery operated Christmas lights, and then I I chickened out and tried using duct tape, and turns out duct tape doesn't stick to vinyl. Yep, rookie mistake. It's fine. Mm -hmm. All right, so Nightmare Alley, super attractive flick, but ultimately has many of the similar issues. Well, adjacently similar issues that I had to like Shape of Water. Shape of Water, gorgeous film, terrible message. And ultimately, that was my problem with Nightmare Alley. Is like art for ultimate, art's sake, but I mean it literally. It, mm. Its ultimate message is uh, psychology is a con job. Uh, yeah, mm. yeah. No, no. I mean, just no. Like a, as a branch of science, it has plenty of objective measures so eat an entire ass because i mean it might just be like 30 psychology as a con job but uh, it I still kind of had the message hey, of, man, like, the, the um oh what's that called the lobotomy hadn't even been invented yet <laughs> in the but, 30s yeah it had absolutely no my bad they won well, the nobel okay. prize for it in the 50s um yes yes they won oh, a nobel prize for go. it in the 50s there um go. so so the, I'm trying to think of when it started. It was sometime in like I think the mid to late 1800s because trepanation is what actually came before like an 
you know, well, a more surgical was, style lobotomy. Yeah, like the trepanation was like a fucking head drill. Right. Yeah. Th- this was supposed to be a faster, quicker version of trepanation that was created by a con man in the Dust Bowl. I want to say in the 1920s. Now, is this the guy who did it with like a hook up the nose, or is this like no, he, an he, actual he, surgery? Like it was an a- it was no, it was an ice pick through. Uh, uh, oh yeah, the yeah, yeah. Eye. I think there's a behind the bastards about that guy. Actually, I'm fairly certain there should be. <laughs> yeah, there definitely yeah. should be. <laughs> Honestly, like I, I, I generally listen to pretty much everything Robert Evans does. Like I, I, I've I've been having a hard time keeping up with. Uh, it could happen here now that it's a daily, but I mean, honestly, I, I like Robert Evans is just like. I don't know, weirdly comforting in some ways at this point. Sure. Like in the same way that like, well, there's your problem is weirdly comforting. Thank like you. Uh, I've never said that to us before. I I honestly like it's like if I'm having a bad day and like you guys have released a podcast, it's like, yeah, I know I'm gonna have a like at least the end of my day is gonna be good. Thank you. That means a lot. Um, speaking of well, there's your problem. Hey Liam. Want to loop back talk. around and talk about this dude who's been in like a fucking flame war with you all day? Oh yeah. Uh yeah, this guy is mad at us because apparently our uh, our sound editing is like not very good. Which like a like I don't know who knows this or does know this, but our sound editing is fucking Roz. Yeah, it's Roz. It's Roz. Like that's who does it. Oh yeah, no, he he and I talked about that a little bit. Yeah, I don't think just on Roz. episode, but like he and I talked about that a little bit. You guys do voice only. Why would you fucking pay someone? Exactly. Like, like, I mean, TJ learned how to do it. Roz learned how to do it. Like, uh, if you're like not doing like <laughs> complicated shit, then why bother? Well, like, exactly. Why? No, exactly right. Um, and this dude like suggests like, okay, well, you're making for a podcast making like twenty thousand dollars a month, which like our numbers aren't public at this point, but like they were for a while. Like that is true. Yeah. Like. We do make a good amount of money, but we don't make enough money for us to like, like also pay a bunch of professional staff because we we live on we live on that Patreon. Yeah, exactly. Like Like, I, like professional sound editing is, and I pay forty percent in taxes. Yeah, exactly. Like holy crap, dude! Like I honestly like what you do. It you know. Well, you're working on getting a day job again, apparently. Yes. But like, I, I was gonna say, like, I envy you in not having a day job because, like, I, I, I yeah, my industry is not a great industry to try to make a good living wage in a place like New England. Right. Like, like I, I'm doing a lot better than I was at my last company, but like. It's not fucking enough for this area. No, and it's I just not. I consider us obviously very lucky. Like, this is my job, but it doesn't mean we have like excess no. capital to spend on like a sound editor or like. Absolutely not. And like, you're what, not. What he's proposing is like, you absolutely have the money to like pay a consultant to tech no. out your like setup and then like just record them no. all in advance and just fly someone out like. No, we don't have no, the money for that. You do not have the money for that at all. I'm like that's not, even that's not connected. To, like that comment didn't hurt my feelings. But I was like, you're not even connected to reality. Like, 
Yeah. <laughs> it, it's like, okay, so do you live in, like, I don't know, South Dakota, right. and, like, that's where you're paying I, rent like, or I some shit? I live in Philly, where I have to pay rent in Philly. Like... Yeah. It, it's and like, I have I, to, like, pay for health insurance, and, like, yeah. shit costs money, as it turns out. Yeah. And, uh universal health care would be really nice yeah. wouldn't it it was just uh, like legalize all drugs universal health care yes. and universal basic income that is like my three-point plan to eliminate like 90 percent of crime well nine percent of low-ranking crime in this country right then we no, can focus yeah. more on like high-ranking crime like we should be with you know uh wanna be fear yeah it 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 really, it was like, there are comments, I've, I've said this before, like, there are comments that do sort of eat at you, like, um, I've always been self-conscious about my appearance, as I assume we all are here. Uh, what, are you calling me fat? No, TJ. <laughs> uh, you're a very handsome lad. You can oh, be fat and handsome, oh it, it's the bald head then. Yeah. I didn't know wait, you were bald. Way to, like, dig. It's just really big into my How do you not know he's bald? He's so bald. I don't like, pay attention. Oh, I, I mean, he's. I, I've known I've known him for so long that he's he he's what you started balding at what sixteen, TJ? Oh, buddy. Uh, yeah, like sixteen, seventeen. It went into overdrive when I went into like repuberty. Oh, did have I ever told you about that? I don't know if I've talked about no. this on show. So, um, after I broke my hip, the way I broke my hip is it shoved my femur through my acetabulum. It crushed half my sciatic nerve. So it didn't sever it, but like it stopped the flow of neurons going through half my sciatic nerve, which affected not just my leg, but like a quadrant of my body. Right. That makes sense. A portion of that quadrant was one of my testicles. Okay. At like... 20 like shortly after no it was like 22 22 well 22 it went to like hyperdrive but my testicle reactivated for a time and i went through a secondary puberty so you know at like acne voice deepening but it also made me the most bald person in my family oh tj yeah because, like, I already had the genetics for baldness. Like, I was getting Widow's Peaks at, like, like Widow's Peak is what I started getting at, like, 16. Yeah, for sure. But, like, yeah, at, like, 22, it went to hyperdrive. But that's also the same summer that I lost, like, what, 90 pounds in three oh, months? Yeah. yeah. Like, I went from, like, the fattest I had ever been to, like, 190. So, like, 280 wow. to 190. In about three months, and pretty much all I was consuming was fried chicken and orange soda. Yeah. I was working at the movie theater at the time. But again, it was a lot t- of running at that movie theater, too. Testosterone is still a hell of a drug, though. Oh, like, hell yeah. You know, <laughs> like, I, I've, I've been tracking calories since, uh, you know, not my last breakup, but the one before that. And, uh, you know, I'm... I, I have finally, after, I don't know, what, four four years or something, five years, whatever, four years, I think, at this point, that, something like, like that. I uh, I have finally gotten to the point where, like, I was going through clothes and managed to fit into my senior prom dress and was like, wait, what? <laughs> it's like, dumbfounded. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, shit. Uh, I, I mean, I think I'm still a little bit above where I was, like my senior year of high school but like not massively so sure. and it's like 
it's like okay yeah so i've always like i've pretty much been like overweight since i was since i hit puberty same and, and i played like same. <laughs> i was overweight when i played football like it was... i was overweight when i did track and volleyball so yeah, yeah. i feel you like yeah. it, it's just one of those things that like you can't always but like you know i i i think that i topped out at like 240 ish. Sure. And uh I'm down to a little over 180. So it's like yeah, this is like but I I still don't my mental map has not like taken a new shape into account. It's really a weird sure. thing like even with a gradual change you're just like oh i see myself as this person and then you like, always do regardless of like yeah what you do it all way basically yeah which is why like you know i've i've had people in my life who have made like you know like they get self-conscious about their weight but they also then make like fat jokes yep. and they think that that's funny yep. and it's like dude do you realize that like as a person who's like you know been overweight pretty much their entire life like i don't need to hear it like, not, especially really... don't need to fucking hear it from you yeah. yeah exactly it's like you're somebody who's supposed to like you know care about me and you know you say these things and you're like oh what it's just a joke and it's like yeah but it, yeah, but it fucking feel like sucks yeah. yeah realize that many things that you might think might be just a joke haven't aged well yeah exactly yeah i mean i i've had i've had like boobs and a spare tire since like the third grade so like i've i've been pretty frequently picked on yeah. since that point at least and like even when i was my most fit at like 17 16 17 because like 16 17 i was i was riding a bike probably like 25 to 30 miles a day and training in kung fu for like another three hours a day right and, and like Good. i was definitely like the most fit and muscular that i've ever been but even then Jealous. i still well like i still had i still had boobs and i still had a spare tire like oh, I it's feel just you. like part of what my body has always been mm -hmm. since i hit puberty but yeah, then again, I mean, like I have super high testosterone levels and yeah. it creates a greater amount of estrogen in my body as well. Yes, so because <laughs> testosterone, like excessive testosterone gets converted into estrogen. That's why that oh, works fun that stuff. way. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's also why, like, if you have more testosterone and you have male pattern baldness, you go bald faster because uh, the uh, it's because yeah. the hair follicles are responding <laughs> to testosterone. What it is is testosterone is latching under the hair follicles and like, you know, some, you know, if you have certain genetics, like sometimes that does stuff like inactivate your follicles. And if you don't have those genetics, then it just doesn't do that. So, um, I mean, it's also I, why I think like that I rock a pretty good George Carlin or Ben do. Franklin, whatever you want to call it. But like, it's also why, you Bald know, on top party around the sides. <laughs> Here's a note for women out there, if you didn't know this. Uh, if you have an IUD and you've noticed that you get more acne or you've had some thinning of your hair at your crown, it's because the IUD increases the test, like very slightly, the testosterone in your body. And some women have more d dramatic effects due to that. And 
if you have really bad effects that are making you feel bad, but you otherwise like your IUD, then ask your doctor to put you on spironolactone because it'll block that excess oh, testosterone. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a solution out there. I mean, I definitely have the uh, ex- like slight excess testosterone effects from the IUD, but like not nearly as bad not not bad enough that i feel like i need to like fucking take meds for it especially since you know i already take something for that's usually used for high blood pressure because I, I i take a really low dose beta blocker and uh gotcha. uh my but my blood pressure is usually on the normal to low side so i don't really want to like potentially lower my blood pressure more and then just pass out every time i stand up understandable yeah, sounds terrible so yeah. Alrighty, guys. Well, my beer is empty, and we're over two hours in, so I think it might be time to wrap up this Paradise Mojo Cocktail Sour First Anniversary Spectacular, Beautiful. brought to you by Deciduous. Aw, oh, but I'm having fun. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> but, like, you know, we, we gotta wrap up eventually. Maybe. I have to make dinner, Emily. Yeah. You gotta respect our... Ca- I- uh, gotta respect the talent. I microwaved dinner before we did this because I was like... I didn't. Well... I didn't. (laughs) I ended up microwaving dinner because it was like, well, I have to finish this uh, thing for work before I do the drinking thing. And yeah, that took longer than I expected. So, yay. Yay. What are you making for dinner? A pasta. Just, uh, just a, gonna make a, like a, a no, a ca- it's a Cajun cream pasta. Don't be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> a Cajun cream pasta. Nice. That sounds really good. Sorry, I recently saw a like, "Am I the asshole for getting pissed off at my wife for making me plain pasta?" And it's like, nah, nah, you're really not. It, it seems like she's trying to um, make it so that you are the only one to ever cook. That's annoying. Yeah. Yeah. I forget what the fuck that's called, but like, there's a term for that. Weaponized incompetence. Thank you. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, I do that sometimes, so I, I learned about it. In, uh, yeah. Uh, all right, but uh, all right, let, let, let's wrap this up. Uh, Liam, before we go, anything you want to plug? Uh, 10,000 losses. Well, there's your problem. Lions led by donkeys. See it or screw it. Uh, <laughs> Someday soon, uh, we might have to do that with launch that without a without music uh we'll probably launch without music um when dan comes over to watch the super bowl with me i'm gonna have him bring his surface so i can sketch out at least our basic logo smart yeah or you know like you could i i can again try prodding like if you have if you know exactly what you want i can try prodding people i know who like do graphic shit I mean, I think uh, that I would rather just draw it myself when it comes down to it. Like, I can see what's in my mind's eye. It's just an issue of whether or not I can actually create what's in my mind's eye. That's what I'm saying, is there are people with more artistic talent who might be able to do that. But, you know, whatever. 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 Um, but, yeah, we've been doing the beer reviews. Thank you, our dear listeners, for joining us for our... Paradise Mojo Cocktail Sour First Anniversary Spectacular! Beautiful. 
Yay! Uh, I've been TJ Davis alongside Emily Schick and Liam Anderson. You can check out New England Beer Reviews on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We need to post our most recent episode on Twitter, Emily. Um, and give us money on Patreon at patreon.com backslash N-E-B-R, the initials of our show, New England Beer Reviews, N-E-B-R. Um, who's got a final word? I don't know. I love that like Twitter has son- somehow become my domain, even though don't go know, on Twitter. You're, you're the unemployed one, but oh yeah. damn, dude! <laughs> <laughs> don't go Just on Twitter. Saying. That's my final word. Uh, yeah, no, Twitter is kind of a cesspool. Use it li- in a limited fashion. Don't, I usually don't lose just... it. Don't use it at all. <laughs> hey, I go on and like you know people that I like, you know, posts like you and your other podcasts and shit and thank you Emily. mostly that I, I i yeah i i support my friends you know other than that oh yeah, man she's Twitter's just jerking you off now <laughs> all right bye everybody i'm so hungry <laughs> <laughs> bye <laughs>